0: Follow the Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.
2: Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com.
3: It's my little escape.
2: Now Judy's the life of the party.
3: Oh, baby, Mama's bringing home the bacon.
2: Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to chumbacasino.com and play over a hundred casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Ch-ch-chumba. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary boywork prohibited by law. 18 plus terms, and conditions apply. See website for details.
4: Today's show is pre-recorded. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Y'all
3: know what time it is. Y'all don't know, y'all better uh, ask. Somebody. Somebody. <laughs>
4: Like the million bucks but things in its cuffs Y'all mm-hmm. <laughs> tell me Who could it be For Steve Harvey oh,
5: yeah Everybody yeah. out there Listening to me mm-hmm. Put your hands together For Steve Harvey Put
6: your hands together <laughs>
7: Uh Uh-huh, I sure will. Good morning, everybody. You are listening to The Voice. Come on, dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey. Got a radio show. I thank God for it every day. I try to remember that, too. You know, I try to remember to be grateful. I think gratitude is one of the things that helps keep me grounded. You can go as far as you want in life if you don't mind who gets the credit. Well, that applies to God, too, don't it? I mean, you know, really, if you don't mind who gets the credit, I'm surrounded by very competent people. I'm surrounded by a lot of people who work hard on their jobs, on their career, who are dedicated employees and and, and also just dedicated to their families and, you know, dedicated to their own set of aspirations. I don't expect anybody to work for me. I I always look at my job opportunities as stepping stones because I I want everyone around me really to aspire to be more. I mean, that's that's really the way I am. I'm I'm, I'm not any other way. I'm not trying to hold you to this position, uh, you know, tell you there's no room for growth, any of that. But even though I'm surrounded by these people. I'm grateful that God placed them in my path in my life, but in my mind, in my spirit, in everything in me, the credit still belongs to God. I'm sorry. The credit still belongs to God. See, if you would just for a moment stop thinking about yourself, just for a moment, I know that's hard, but just for a moment stop thinking about yourself. And realize that maybe you are who you are because God is who he is. Maybe that's the case. Have you ever considered that? That's the strongest possibility I can give to you. You know, how do you think you're the one that made it through? How do you think you're the one after all of the ignorant decisions we have made? And oh my goodness, let's all be honest. Ain't we made some crazy decisions? I'm talking about, man, I have made decisions so adverse to my destiny and career, my promises. I've made some decisions, man, knowingly, you hear me? Knowingly do something wrong. And in spite of all that, I'm still here standing. Okay, come on now. Really? Really? All the dirt you done done. Everybody done dirt. All the mistakes you've made. You in the position you in today because of what? Because you all that because you work harder than anybody else. Look, I work hard. I'll be the I'll tell you in a minute. I work hard, but I don't think I'm the hardest working person out there. I'm pretty sure somebody done worked work way harder than I have. So, OK, so you work hard. OK, cool. I got all that. But man. What about his grace and his mercy? What about his favor? How many times, man, you done relied on that even when you ain't know you was relying on it? How many times, man, God done shown you mercy? You ain't even deserve it. Do you know how many things I've done wrong? I just ain't get caught at it. (laughs) You know, um, let, let me see how simple I can be here. You speed, you jaywalk, You lie to police when you get pulled over that you wasn't speeding. You go to court and argue you wasn't speeding when you was. You make U-turns. I'm just doing traffic violations. Now, let's get off traffic for a second. Let's get on human violations. You talk about people when you're not supposed to. You indulge yourself in gossip even when you don't really have all the facts. You pass judgment. You lust for people that don't belong to you. You say things to people that you're not supposed to say. So, look, all of us, we all, we all guilty now. See, I'm not saying you do all of that, but I'm saying I'm pretty sure I hit you somewhere in there. Just somewhere in there. You done lied before. You know, you lied recently. I mean, come on. I'm just saying. So with all that in mind, see, I'm just looking at the little things that we do that we don't get busted for. Not to mention the chips you stole when you was a kid and nobody caught you. Well, that elevated, didn't it? And some of y'all just didn't stop stealing. And next thing you know, you was in a car. Now you're sitting somewhere you don't want to be sitting because of a decision you made. But through his grace and mercy, couldn't it have been worse, though? Without his grace and mercy, could not it have been worse? I know two dudes that got caught in the garage one time trying to break in somebody's house, and the person in the house they broke into just happened to have a gun and held them in the garage, caught them, and held them to the garage to the police car. That's grace and mercy right there, because they had all full right to shoot these two people. But they didn't. The grace and mercy. See, all of us have benefited from his grace and mercy. All of us have done a wrong, committed a sin, broken a law, and somehow through his grace and mercy, got by, doing drugs, buying drugs, slanging drugs, doing something, got by, jumped on somebody for no reason, got by, you know. So see, how you figure with all that that can go on in your life, and then hold on, let me throw a couple more at you. You can't wake yourself up in the morning, Mr. Big Shot. You don't have the ability to control the breaths that you take. Really, Mr. Big Shot. Really. Let's get real basic with it now. You can't wake yourself up in the morning. That's favor. That's grace. That's mercy. That's him allowing you to wake up. Just hoping we get it right. You know, God spared me through all the dirt I was doing, just hoping one day, man, can you just straighten up a little bit? When I finally straightened up, and I'm going to just say it, straightened up a little bit. See, I ain't straightened up all the way. See, I ain't, I ain't going to sit here and tell you that. I just straightened up a little bit. And he started blessing me. So the more blessings I got, start going, man, maybe I'll try straightening up a little bit more. So I straighten up a little bit more. Now, I still got a long way to go, but I'm straighter than I was. Now, when people judging me, and as they will and they do, because that ain't right, but they do, and I ain't walking just the way they walk, then here come the criticism. I get it all the time. Stop wanting credit all the time and give out some credit where credit is due instead of get, having somebody patting you on your back all the time, why don't you tell God, tell people it was really, it was God, man. That you don't really know how you made it. That really, man, you have no explanation for your success. Or you have no explanation why you still exist in today. Why don't you tell somebody it was God today? Don't be ashamed. It's the truth, ain't it? I mean, really, man. Let's give God some credit here. Give God the credit and the glory and the honor. And like that plaque said, you can go as far as you want in life if you don't mind who gets the credit. All right.
6: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
7: You know, it's so important to have representation in
8: media. I remember growing up in Chicago, I was heavily influenced by the beautiful voices on the radio. Well, the next generation of influential black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR, wherever you get podcasts. Ladies
7: and gentlemen, (laughs) welcome to a new day. Man, how good is God? You know what? If you heard me yesterday or you didn't hear me yesterday and you hear me today, do you understand the blessing that is? And I'm not claiming that I'm the blessing that you can hear me. The blessing is is that you can hear me because you are here. That's the deal, man. Wow, you got to be grateful about that, man. Be prayerful today, y'all, but be grateful in your prayer. So before you start asking God for anything, thank Him for all the things He's done. I have to remind myself of that from time to time. It's such a an, uh, necessary and important principle to always remember, which is gratitude. Because if you start your day with gratitude. It will immediately affect your attitude, which is in direct correlation with your altitude. It's the tubes, baby. Let's get them together. Steve Harvey, Morning Show, Shirley Strawberry, Carla Pharrell, Mouth Utter South. Why? That's all that we hear. Well, she talks. She talks. People don't get to hear Monica. It is a continuous, (laughs) continuous flow of unwanted conversation. Now she's very smart and it's filled with a lot of information that we need to make this show work. But in between that are southern facts that are unimportant. Example top up. Best temperature for catfish. Don't don't nobody really need to know that. But she has that information. Where Jackson State is playing this weekend. Everybody don't want to know that. What and they she all do and it somehow. Again. Finds a way to show up and get free tickets from <laughs> Dion. It is just an amazing thing, right here. She's a fighter for justice and civil rights in Mississippi. <laughs> oh Lord, ain't no telling how long this fight gonna go on. Clear your throat. <laughs> and she's checking with her mother every day to see if her mama wants to come to Atlanta. And she gets cussed out every morning for asking. <laughs> this is the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies, how y'all doing today?
8: <laughs> uh, I'm great. I'm great. It's Friday. Wonderful yeah. Friday. Wonderful Friday. <laughs> that's
7: what I can say. How are you? Oh, pretty good. Pretty good. Uh-huh. I'm a little busy this weekend. But that's my life. My oh, self. what you
4: got? I'm sorry. What you got going on this weekend? Uh, I just got to
7: take care of Thank you. Oh. Some
4: ball of business. I I
7: show hope. (laughs) But you know what I found, though? It's just like in Hollywood going to a pitch meeting. The majority Mm -hmm. of my pitch meetings that I went to Mm -hmm. did not result in a show getting on TV. Mm -hmm. And the Mm -hmm. majority of meetings that I attend almost never immediately result in return in terms of income. But it is called seed planting, y'all. Mm-hmm. I just um, keep planting seeds. I just keep planting seeds. In the
4: yeah, because I'm glad you said that because I was about to say, well, why you keep the Because you got to
7: plant <laughs> seeds because you're going to look up one day and something you planted 10 years ago God, gonna start sewing. sprouting up out the ground. That's right. your knowledge. It. Yeah, mm-hmm. thank you for that. All right. There you go. Spread it around.
8: All right. Coming up at 32 minutes after the hour, we'll run that prank back right after this.
6: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
8: All right, Steve, it is time now to run that prank back. What you got?
7: The ring. Run it, cat.
5: (laughs) your favorite part. Yeah. Hello?
9: Hello, I'm trying to reach a uh, Denise please. Uh, Yes, this is she. Hi, Denise. My name is Gavin. I'm I'm actually the head jeweler here at Diamond
5: no, how you doing?
9: I'm good. You brought your ring in. What was it last week? I I, I actually wasn't here, but you gave it to one of my salespersons yes. and um yes, you, you wanted to get it resized as well as, as as get it appraised, correct? Yes,
5: yes, yes. And you don't have to tell him I did that. I just want to do the appraisal <laughs> on my own.
9: <laughs> okay. Wow. Okay. Listen, I actually did resize the ring. And, okay. and first of all, let me be the first to say. Um, uh, Congratulations. When when is your wedding?
5: Thank you. I'm getting married in September.
9: Well, congratulations to you. Thank you. Listen, I don't know how to tell you this. Now, as far as the appraisal is concerned, I've looked at your ring over and over, and (laughs) this ring is probably worth maybe $50.
5: Excuse me? I've,
9: I've I've been in this business for over 20 years.
5: But you know what? I'm confused on what you just said.
9: And I understand that. What I'm trying to explain to you is that I've been in this business for over 20 years. I've seen so many different pieces of jewelry.
5: Mm-hmm. And this
9: is something that you that you buy late night on an infomercial mm-hmm. for 19.99. This This is a cubic zirconian stone, and the, the gold is not real at all. It's wait, like wait, gold wait, 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 wait,
5: wait. Wait. You, wait, you lost me. You lost me as much money as my man make and as much money as my father is putting down on his wedding or has put down. And you're gonna say Ma'am, okay, I understand Dennis.
9: everything you're saying, but, Denise, honestly, I... No, 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 I, what I, I need you want... to do
5: is hold on. Wait, wait, I wait, need, wait. No, 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 I need you to hold on because we need to call Victor. First of all, I can't... Wait. No,
9: sir. Wait, 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 no, so, wait, 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 wait. Hold can the, the on. You... Hold okay, on. can you slow down for a second? Because I need you to hold on because we're going to get you on the phone, okay? What are you... Wait, 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 what are
5: you trying to What are you trying to do? Sir, I need you to repeat to what you just said to me.
9: Okay, man, that's I can I need in the you middle to do. of
5: personal stuff, man. I- you, you, oh, you're in it. It's personal now. So I need you to hold on, okay? Oh,
9: sh- She calling her sh- man. Okay, thanks. Hello? Victor, hey, I need up, you to
5: listen to this dealer that's on the phone. I want you to hear this sh- that he just told me. Wait, wait, hold on. What's the, what's the problem? What you mean, what's the problem? He's going to tell you what the problem is. Go ahead on, on, sir. Go ahead on, on. Who's uh, this?
9: Uh, hello? Yeah, who's this? All right, my name is Gavin. I'm from uh, Diamonds, mm-hmm. and actually your wife. I mean, where well, your fiancee, right? She, she brought her ring in to actually be resized. Yeah. And we uh, we also did an appraisal on the ring for her, and actually the ring is estimated to be only in the worth of around fifty dollars. Mm-hmm.
5: Fifty dollars. Fifty dollars. Fifty. That's what the man said.
10: On, wait, well, hold, hold, fifty dollars. hold on, Denise. Hold on, Denise. Well, sir, uh, obviously there's some sort of mistake, sir. Yeah. What
5: you got to say uh, about that, Victor? Hold on. Wait, hold on. Fifty
10: dollars. Uh, that's that's got to be some kind of mistake. So, what'd you say your name was, sir? My name is Gavin. I work here at Diamonds. F- I'm the head jeweler here. I've been here for 20 years. and yeah, well, uh, there, there's, there's no way that that mm-hmm. ring is worth $50. I know what I paid for it, so obviously there's some sort of mistake.
5: Mm-hmm. Sir, it, it, there's it, not
10: a mistake. Just, it, 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 I've been dealing with jewelry. I've seen it. I, I can pretty much... Look at a ring, but I actually
9: went into detail on this one as I do all of them. And so I promise you, this is probably
10: maybe between 40 and $50 for his workers. No, no, mm-hmm. I, absolutely mm-hmm. not. That's, mm-hmm. that's impossible. I
5: mean, how, I, how is I that haven't... impossible? He's a jeweler. You heard him say he's been doing it for 20 <laughs> years. <laughs> so how is that impossible? Dude, I don't understand that. Like... All the money that my dad is putting down on this wedding? And you I gonna mean, pay fifty dollars for sir, a you ring? Bought
10: a, you bought a cheap ring, sir? No, 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 no. I did not buy a cheap yes, ring. A, this is this is this is obviously some kind of mistake. You got. You oh, you got sure got that right. You sure
5: got that right. So what you got to say for yourself? Fifty dollars?
10: Then you cannot believe that that's right. That's, this is obviously some kind of mistake. Yes. Sir.
9: Oh,
5: right. it is a mistake. A mistake in me thinking I'm gonna
10: get married to the man of my dreams.
9: I do have the engagement ring that was purchased and bought. For
10: your wife No, you don't think you, I don't think you be do. Be, I don't think you have my ring because if you uh, had my ring, uh, you wouldn't be telling me that it's worth fifty dollars. Uh, sure, uh, I, I have the ring that, that your wife, that your fiance brought in. Fiance, I
9: ain't his wife yet.
10: Hold on. Hold on. The man is trying to explain. I'm trying to get to the bottom. <laughs> okay. Could excuse you? me. Excuse thank me. you. Thank you. So you have, I don't think you have the right ring, uh, sir,
9: I have the right ring, and what I'm letting you know, sir, is that this is something you buy on an infomercial in o'clock in, in-, in oh, the oh, morning oh, on man, the Hold on, man. Hold on. Dude, you know,
10: uh, infomercial. You me like that? I ain't buying no damn ring on infomercial. I bought the ring from a reputable establishment. I have the receipt. Hmm. I have the certificate, so... Obviously, the mistake is on your end. Where are Sir, you the coming?
9: mistake is not here. Sir, you bought a piece of junk. On,
5: piece of Sir, he's been doing it all these years. How he the hell he going to make a hey, mistake?
10: You come off telling me I bought a piece of junk. I know what I bought. If there's any mistake <laughs> that's been made, it's on your end. Where, Sir, it's not on my end. Hold on. Don't we don't, don't raise your This way you one
5: thing, Victor, my dad is paying too much money for this wedding. So you dog going to pay 50 on dollars for a doggone wedding. you wait till I tell him this
10: Hold on. First of all,
9: I don't appreciate Sir, you. Sir, I want to tell you this. This is a typical case of you trying to pawn it off on oh, us
5: because you, you bought a there piece of junk
9: for fifty bucks.
5: Oh, all the money that you dogs on and I get fifty dollars worth of a ring.
10: Denise, hold on. Let me talk to you. Oh, hmm. Where are you calling? from? Yeah, get
5: to talking. Get to Diamonds. talking. Diamonds. Mm-hmm.
10: Diamonds? I never heard of it. Where is it? hmm So your wife knows exactly where it is. She's the one that brought the ring in. I tell you what, I'm going to come down there to see the ring that you're talking about. If it's not the ring that I gave my girl, I'm going to take $7,600 out of your because that's... Wait, what wait, wait. For for the the ring. Ring. So <laughs> now you
9: want to jump on me because you bought your wife a piece of
10: Come on and now. And you want to put it on me. You, you don't tell me what the I don't know what the I spent on a ring and you I don't know what kind of you trying to pull. First of all, I don't appreciate you coming to my household trying to mess my and you want to come at me with this? I know the
9: ring better be real. <laughs> I know that. If I were you, Miss Denise, I would not marry somebody that's going to really,
10: be. I'm coming. I'm looking for your punk. And you know
5: what? My you don't get the ring, and it ain't right, man, you're going to go
10: at it. Can I say one more thing to both of you all? Better. I tell you what, if it ain't some that I want to hear, me and you're going to have some more problems.
9: This is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Y'all just got pranked by Denise's sister. That. <laughs> <laughs>
5: That's why she ain't got no man today. Oh, man. Wow.
10: That's uncool, man. Wow. <laughs> That's uncool, Tommy. You about to start some
5: <laughs> Wow.
9: I, Vic, I'm sorry, baby. I'm sorry. I'm
10: sorry. Oh, I will
5: make man. it up you to know you, me, know, baby. you, I You play with sorry. a black
10: woman's ring?
9: What is the baddest radio show in the wow. life? Wow. <laughs> the,
10: the Steve Harvey Arnold Arnold morning, morning show.
5: show. <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> <laughs>
8: All right, coming up next, it is Ask the CLO with our chief love officer, Steve Harvey, in the building right after this.
6: (laughs) You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
8: Coming up at the top of the hour in entertainment news, Jimmy Kimmel gets dragged on social media For his performance, or lack thereof, at the Emmys, the Mm -hmm. Palace staff is already complaining about their new king, and R. Kelly has been found guilty. Yep, yep, he's a little demanding, they're saying. R. Kelly has been found guilty again, this time in Chicago. We'll get to all of those stories at the top of the hour, but right now it is time to ask the CLO. All right, so Vivian in Peoria says... Uh, CLO that my 27-year-old son stopped by my house and he didn't call first. I was in lingerie and I had company at the table for breakfast. My son was uncomfortable and asked me to go put on a robe. I asked him to come back later and he left. He called to say he's hurt because I chose a man over him. Was I wrong?
7: No, no, you did exactly what you chose a man over him. He ain't paying no bills at the house. He ain't in here frying no bacon. He's not kind, strong. He don't pick you up and carry you around the room. You know. Really? That's, that's <laughs> I'm, the I'm, priority. I'm, 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 love I'm just, you know, you grown. You done put all your time in raising him. That he still wants some more damn baby. Yeah. Yeah. He's
6: 27. I told
7: him. I, I told him to go put a robe on. He don't tell you what to do. You mm-hmm. told him to leave. Just leave. Come back some other time. I'm. You chose a man over me. Yes. And and that choice is gonna it's gonna be a lot of women gonna pick other men over you. Mm. Get over it, boy. Mm. Man, mama, I'm coming by. You if you 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 can I, is it okay? No, I'm Good sitting time. up in some panties with a man. If you wanna come <gasps> on, you can you come. She said, well, That's lingerie. what she told him. Just that's to be clear. I'm what, just what, saying, <laughs> if you'd have called, you might have got the information without getting the shocker stick. Of looking at it. Right. Right.
8: Sitting
7: in here with these panties on. You can come on if you want to, but he likes it like this, so we're gonna have breakfast and coffee. And he's sitting up here he's sitting up here in some boxes. So come on. All right.
8: I think we should move on.
1: I love
8: it. I love it. Uh, this one's from Nita in Richmond. Nita says, Saturday morning, I was cleaning up and saw a receipt from a flower shop. My husband said he sent his friend a bouquet after her grandmother died. He's never given me flowers, so I was shocked and jealous. Is it wrong to be jealous this time?
7: Well, your grandmama ain't died. No. <laughs> See, hello. You on the roll. Now, when your grandmama died, you're going to get some flowers, too. <laughs> so now that's what he did.
0: Don't he don't buy you problem. flowers.
7: You don't even, you ain't, ain't asked for no flowers. Mm-hmm. He just sent a friend some flowers cause her grandmama died. Being thoughtful. Yeah. That's all that is. Right. So
4: should she ask for flowers instead of expecting her husband to give them to her or send them let
7: Yeah. Yeah. If you want, you know, flowers, I would say, hey, you know, I would like some flowers every now and then. You know since you passing out flowers but then be be sweet about it and, you yeah know, yeah but mm-hmm. you you mad because he done bought somebody some flowers <laughs> uh, shocked angela yeah mm-hmm. that's what it is so if you mm-hmm. want some flowers just say it would have been nice if i get some flowers in there waiting. and see now if he don't get you none after that then he waiting on your grandmama to die <laughs> <laughs> That's terrible. <laughs> Moving on to Porter
8: in uh Detroit, Porter writes, uh, "I'm a 28-year-old engaged man and I've never cheated on my fiance, but the other night I was out for a drink and I flirted with a younger woman. Uh, before I left, she gave me an oral treat in the bathroom. It's not cheating if I didn't touch her, right?
7: What? Boy. <laughs> Boy. He's
8: 28. I wish
7: I wish that was true." <laughs>
8: What? Oh, that it's not cheating. Oh, you know, I, what? Yeah.
7: <laughs> so you thinking you can do that and go to heaven? Come on,
4: boy. All right, now. <laughs> Porter. Yeah, man. That's
7: still cheating, dog. I do yeah. think that's what it is. Consideration. But now, let me help you understand something, son. The thing you have to understand you are going to be faced with temptation till the day you die.
6: Yes, Amen. sir. You
7: will not escape temptation in this world, sir. Mm-hmm. It is on all of us. Women are tempted. Yep. Men are tempted. Yep. It don't have to just be sex. But you're going to be tempted with something till the day you die. That's the deal. Mm-hmm. Now, you think because you're a fiancé and you think because you're finna get married that you still ain't going to see somebody fine. Right. And you think after you get married, because you married, you ain't going to think she fine. Mm -hmm. Son, buckle up. Hold on tight. It's way more of that coming. Hang in there, man. Try to remember who you are, what the end goal is, and do everything in your power to act like there's an end goal. It's when we don't keep in mind the end goal that we react to now yeah Mm, good luck son
4: resist the temptation huh steve you gotta try as hard as you can (laughs) you got to
8: resist it (laughs) but what an offer this was though (laughs) wow
3: and
7: and boy and boy and boy Mm -hmm. and i will tell you this now Mm -hmm. Uh uh-huh that
4: all the way mad at
7: him? I don't know where he went to get this drink at. I know. I, I, you probably don't need to go down there to get no more drinks.
8: <laughs> and he's 28. He said the woman was younger. Okay. Uh, moving on. Last one, Steve. Destiny in Fort Lauderdale says, I picked my daughter up from daycare and there was a new teacher there. I introduced myself to her and she said she knows me because she's dating my daughter's dad now. It was like a slap in the face because I figured he was having sex with other people. I'm in love with him. How do I move on?
7: Well, Ooh, obviously. That's cold. Yes. Oh, obviously, I know you, girl. <laughs> you're not with him anymore. Mm hmm. And he's moved on and he's dating the lady that's taking care of the kid. Now, you want to know how to move on. Well, let me help you move on. See. Now, the fact that you still love him ain't got nothing to do with the fact that he has moved on. Y'all obviously mm-hmm. not together because mm-hmm. if y'all was together and you went up there, this would have been a whole nother thing. Yeah. But she informed you. Uh-huh. I know who you are. yeah. Cause I'm dating. Cause I'm 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 dating uh, little uh, Dora's daddy. Dora,
4: Dora. Cause you Dora know they the named because name the mama named Apple. Destiny. So the yeah,
6: <laughs> Dora. yeah. I so like Dora though. So you that Destiny
7: she huh? dating Dora's daddy. Yeah. Now you upset because you still love him. How do I move on. Well, you can stay there if you want to, but yeah. he's not there. He's gone. I don't know how much more help you need.
4: And take Dora with you. You need to find new daycare.
7: <laughs> You've abandoned me. Doing that every day. Love don't live here anymore. Wow! All right, uh,
8: Clo, thank you for that. Coming Just up at the top Baker Street. <laughs>
7: Coming up <laughs> at the top don't of the hour. Live here. Oh, boy. We'll have
8: some entertainment news for you right Whoa. after
6: this. Sing it, Steve. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
8: There's a concert coming to town that I just have to see. He's one of my favorite artists. I already have my tickets front row. I bought the tickets months in advance. I'm so excited. When you want the best, you have to act quickly or someone else will get it instead. It's like if you're hiring for your business, you want to find the most talented people for your open roles before the competition scoops them up.
0: Okay,
8: so people have been trolling this year's Emmy Awards presenter, Jimmy Kimmel, uh, Kimmel, saying he used his, quote, white male privilege when he laid out on the stage during Quinta Brunson's Emmy acceptance speech. The Emmy was a historic win for Quinta for her writing on the new comedy series that we love, Abbott Elementary. Such yes. a funny show. Such a good show. Uh, right before Quinta won, actor Will Arnett dragged Kimmel on stage as part of a comedy bit where Kimmel was to pretend that he had passed out from drinking too much alcohol after uh, losing the Emmy for his late night show for the 13th time in a row. (laughs) Instead of getting off the stage and allowing Quinta to have her moment, Kimmel just stayed on stage, just stretched out uh, on the floor. Brunson tried to move him by shaking him and saying, Jimmy, wake up. I won but he just stayed on the floor with his eyes closed. Viewers dragged him on social media, accused him of uh, stealing Quinta's spotlight. Quinta has addressed the incident and uh, add a little humor, take a listen.
3: I know Jimmy Kimmel and I don't know, I felt like the bit didn't bother me that much. I don't know what the internet thinks, but I I don't know, I know him, honestly it was kind of, Jimmy gave me my first like big late night spot and was one of the first people to see Abbott and one of the first people, he Instagram messaged me that he saw this comedy and thought it was one of the greatest comedies of all time and he was so excited it was gonna be on ABC. So I think in that moment I was just really happy that it was was Jimmy up there, I, I kinda, Consider him one of the the comedy godfathers. I'm a huge fan of Will Arnett, so I was wrapped up in the moment. I don't know. Tomorrow maybe I'll be mad at him. I'm going to be on his show on Wednesday, so I might punch him in the face. I don't know. We'll see what happens. I love
8: it. I, love her. I, love I, it. Love I mean, that I was pretty it. cool
7: because you know what? I know Jimmy Kimmel personally, man. He's yeah, not a do. mean-spirited guy mm-hmm. when it comes mm-hmm. to yeah, stuff like I don't that. Think he I think also, you know, when you do when they started the bit, they don't know who the winner is going to be.
8: Mm-hmm. Right. That's true. Yeah. That's a good point. It's not like mm-hmm. while mm-hmm. she
7: was talking, he walked out there and then laid on the stage. Right. Right. So I, I don't think he was trying to intentionally upstage her moment. I don't see it as white privilege or nothing like that. I see it as a joke. Mm-hmm. And the joke, the timing of it got in the way of her. But like the girl said.
8: Quinta. Yeah. Quinta. She oh, don't yeah.
7: give her a damn. She happy, you know. I mean but Jimmy Steve, does some cool stuff for her, yeah.
8: Yeah, really. And and instead of um being a guest on Jimmy Kimmel Live again, uh Wednesday night, Quinta did a takeover of the show. She took she took the show over, and uh we're happy to report she didn't punch him in the face. But well, even if she, she did, did that would have been show.
7: funny too. But yeah, I <laughs> I see the whole thing about Jimmy doing white privilege, that's not what he did.
8: Yeah. It's, but people took not... it that way on social yeah, it was,
4: media, yo, you know.
7: So, look, troll. Come on, y'all. Yeah. Come on, y'all. Yeah, Come we don't have God. to
4: cancel he everybody did. for everything. He didn't know
7: she was gonna win. It was mm-hmm. just part of. The- she was up against yeah. several people. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's a comedy bit. I'm gonna lay out here. If I don't win again for the 13th time, like I drink mm-hmm. too much. It didn't matter who won next. Right.
0: So if it
7: and had been a white person who won, would he have been be no doing outrage. white privilege? Yeah.
8: Yeah. yeah. And right. And her her thing was. You know, she was happy that she won in the moment. She was in her moment. And she look, man, comedy. Yeah, she did. Wake up, Jimmy. I won. I won. So she yeah. Included him in that mm-hmm. too.
7: Yeah, you know, and she said she was kind of happy he was up there because he gave her first break. He's a really mm-hmm. cool guy. Yeah. You can't do nothing in comedy no more. Nothing. Yeah. Everybody being offended. Man, y'all <laughs> relax. Now the new rake is Jimmy mm-hmm. Kimmel for standing on mm-hmm. stage. I mean, come on, man. Come, come on. on.
8: Yeah. All right, we're moving on, Steve. Uh, we know that the queen uh, hasn't even been laid to rest, uh, and the uh, palace staff is already complaining about King Charles' outrageous list of daily demands. Okay, according to a former butler to Queen Elizabeth and Princess Diana, the king demands that his pajamas are pressed daily. Hell his yeah. Shoelaces, his, wait, listen, his shoelaces are pressed with Hell a yeah. flat iron. Yeah. Uh, with an iron, the Come bath on, king. plug, the bath plug has to be in a certain position, and the water temperature has to be just tepid. Uh, tepid, and a bathtub filled only half full. The right. king also has his valet <laughs> squeeze one inch of toothpaste onto his toothbrush every morning. Hell
7: come on, King.
8: (laughs) According to staffers, the king also sends a van of his possessions ahead of his arrival when he travels so he can have his own bed, his own furniture, and pictures in his room. And he reportedly takes his own toilet seat and Kleenex velvet toilet paper. Velvet toilet paper. You better be king. You better do
7: it. So I'm so wiping obviously. my butt with velvet toilet <laughs> tissue. What is and if you velvet? keep on, you gonna be in here doing it. That report something else that I do, and you gonna get the job of wiping me. Boy, you don't understand. Kyle's been waiting to be king for a long ass time.
4: Except he Kyle yes. said, boy, look at
7: here. When I'm king, oh. <laughs> y'all yes. gonna get the iron in these damn shoelaces." I want these it's pajamas David. pressed out right here. I want one inch of toothpaste on my damn toothbrush. Put an inch and a half on there and see what happened. Put three quarters of an inch on there and see what happened. I want one inch on that. And where is my velvet tarnit tissue? <laughs> damn it. I've been king long enough for y'all to know this now.
4: You've been king for two days. I've master. been
7: king two damn days. Bring another shoelace in here that ain't I. And put them in the shoes while I can see
4: you. Your grace. <laughs>
7: King Charles, <laughs> boy. he it in. Now, Where paper, I want a new that? toilet seat every time I sit my ass on it. Yeah, it's
8: my furniture, my pictures, all of that.
9: I... Y'all. <laughs> Coming Everything up in 20 minutes to... after, uh,
8: oh, we'll talk about Jesus. early birds, people who get up early. Did you say early? Right after this. Ain't nobody Our say early. Earl. Birds, <laughs> people who get up early <laughs> right after this. You're
6: listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
8: People who get up early like us are happier and uh, mentally stronger than those who stay up late and sleep in. That's according to a University of Pittsburgh study. Now, this is especially true of older adults. The research found that people who get up early are able to stay active during the day. They're happier and they get more done daily. So... Uh, to you, Steve, I asked the question, why is it important for you to wake up early? We know you have to be at work. But um, do you feel bad when you oversleep? Do you, you feel a certain way if you yeah, don't I mean, get up I'm early? I'm at an
7: age mm-hmm. where I don't want to miss nothing. Mm-hmm. And sunrise is such a special part of the day. It's like yeah. even when I'm doing the radio show now and we have to Zoom. 'Cause COVID mm-hmm. changed everything, right? That's right. So we mm-hmm. still not together. We still zoom and doing our radio show. Yeah. I got all the shades locations. in my studio up waiting mm-hmm. for, for the sun. The sunrise. Yeah. Oh. That's I, my favorite part that of that. That was the a day. moment. I, <laughs> mm-hmm.
8: <laughs> come when on, Holland.
7: <laughs> you want me. Yeah. When I feel I can't go on, you come in. Oh, you everything in my life got a song connected to it. Uh-huh. uh-huh. I right. wake up early to start singing. Early mm-hmm. risers are smart people. They're yeah. go-getters. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you mm-hmm. can turn yourself into that. I think the tragic mistake we have is when people say, I'm not a morning person. That, yeah. like, really bothers me when I hear, hear people say that. And so many people put that claim on their life. I'm just not a morning person. That's sad because the goal is to see morning every day. Hello. And when it gets here, for you not to want it is counter (laughs) to everything you could be. It could be one of the reasons your life is not in a position that you want it to be. I'm going to tell you right now. I don't know any truly successful people who are not morning people. Really? Because I don't know how you start your day with that as the mindset. I'm not a morning day. You immediately person erase person. the chance to show gratitude for waking up because you, you mad because it's morning. So they get up and get oh, it. Successful I mean... people are up early getting it, making moves. And they show a form of gratitude when you are not a morning person. You throw away but, the moment of gratitude for morning coming. Person, if you work graveyard shift, yeah. mm-hmm. 12 midnight to yeah. 8 in the morning, obviously this don't apply to you. Right, or if you're a Because you're still working. In, yeah, you're, yeah. I mean, of right. course this don't apply to you, mm-hmm. but the average person don't work graveyard shift.
8: All right. Coming up at 34 minutes after the hour, a nursing home thought that hiring a stripper would be great entertainment for its residents. We'll find out what happened right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. A nursing home for retired Army veterans in Taiwan was forced to apologize for hiring a stripper... To perform for its elderly male residents the stripper was hired as entertainment for the center's mid autumn festival which is a big celebration in the chinese culture a resident posted a video of the strippers performance on his facebook page and it went viral Monday. the stripper had on a mask and some lacy lingerie and was giving an elderly man a lap dance in a wheelchair while thrusting her breasts in his face The man was groping the woman as she danced on him and other elderly residents were clapping along to the music enthusiastically. The senior center, uh, the senior center received a lot of backlash and ultimately issued a statement. Quote, the intention of the event was to entertain residents and make them happy. We are very sorry for the event, for the offense this has caused.
7: Uh, To (laughs) y'all, to (laughs) y'all on Facebook. Because all the male residents was in there the time of their life.
4: Uh Yeah. 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 Got this bad chick with
7: these Wonder Plane panties on, sitting up in there giving (laughs) me a lap dance. Girl, come on. Got your breasts in my face? Girl, Uh I didn't think I'd ever see this day again. (laughs)
11: <laughs> Let them live
7: Let them Man, was, them uh-huh, veterans right, was in there right. Tears running down their face <laughs> What are you bringing back memories, man When they was serving uh, duty They was out uh, on the weekends, man right. Man, y'all quit tripping Y'all always messing with somebody me in there having the time of their life, man One more time yeah. Man, they sending messages down To the director, can I get the lap dance Next thing
8: Right, <laughs> but what what about right. the other... The I got other, five um, on it. What about the other residents that were clapping enthusiastically? Hell yeah.
7: To the music. <laughs> How long is she going to be here? Is we all getting lap Hey. <laughs> <laughs> right. If she could step, just climb between me and this walker. <laughs> and Just let me scoot your ass around on this floor like we dance. <laughs>
4: yeah. what's the harm in that let them yes, live man. It, it made them one happy. dude yeah. put it
7: on Facebook look what look what senior night activity is this right <laughs> god <laughs> dog. Mid-Autumn no autumn festival <laughs> mid autumn festival
8: is lit this year right? do
7: you know how many men uh-huh. do not put in an application to stay in at that senior citizen <laughs> home yes <Yeah.
8: laughs> Usually they don't want to go, but now they got a waiting list. Steve.
7: Yeah. Oh, they said you didn't, see all types of, anybody died yet?
4: You're right.
7: <laughs> heard, I, I heard there's an opening coming soon. Don't forget about me.
4: Right. <laughs> Move me up the list. They bribing people.
8: <laughs> no, Dad, you guys can stay here in the house with us. We well, we'll don't want to stay here.
7: Look <laughs> this. We'll Bring see. all this jello in here. Where's Trippers at? <laughs>
8: <laughs> wow! We don't yeah, a so, march for
4: everything. Let the people
8: uh, yeah, it was sad. just they were just having fun, you know. Like the, like the nursing home said, the intent of the event was to entertain the residents and make. And them And it, it
7: did. We do what yes. we want to do down here, now, fellas. We can do this every Saturday if you don't post. It. All right. Mm, come okay. On. Okay. <laughs> Can we, can we keep the
8: video for ourselves? Yes. Uh, sir. What what was the stripper working with, Steve? What she look like?
7: Oh, I don't. Know. Well, first of all, she, she wasn't was she had a mask on. Uh-huh. Cuz didn't got, they got a low budget now. Uh-huh. Oh, she wasn't fine. Uh-huh. But that didn't matter. Uh-huh. Half of them can't see good no how
8: <laughs>
6: Yeah, they had
7: got her from the other strip club, the one that had closed down. Uh-huh. Yeah.
8: <laughs> she was Man. given what was supposed to be gave, as they yes. say. <laughs>
6: she probably got
7: fired from several strip clubs before. That's who they found, but she worked out just fine and then Wait,
4: excuse me. Yeah. She got fired? Probably say, got
7: fired. You know, you can get fired from a strip club, you know. You ain't get no tip. Don't nobody call for you out the back. You go on oh. break, don't nobody say where she going. You know, you just on break. You don't come out with the rest of the girls. Don't nobody ask for you. <laughs> you know, management see that type of thing. All right. You on stage, Coming you've been up, up there dancing for 15 minutes. It's $3 on the floor.
8: <laughs> Coming up next, it is a prank phone call for today, right after this. <laughs> You're
6: listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
8: Coming up at about four minutes after the hour, it's my strawberry letter for today. And the subject is I went back to the streets too soon. Okay. Mm. I went back to the streets too soon. We'll get into that, find out what that's all about in just a few, because right now it is Steve Harvey, the one and only with today's prank phone call from from the nephew. What you got, Steve?
7: Condom recall, run it, oh. cat. <laughs> Hello. Oh, uh, I'm trying to reach a I believe it's
9: Mark Davidson.
3: Oh yes, yes, he's not here right now. Um you don't want to leave a message?
9: Well, um, this is uh, this is Barry. I work here. I'm the manager here at. Um, is is he gonna be is he gonna be home anytime soon? When he can maybe give me a call, I like, can chat with him.
3: I'm Not sure. I mean, he can be back within like an hour. Or so, what's going on? Uh,
9: well, we got a transaction here that he made on Friday of last week, and basically, what's going on is we've had a bad batch of, of condoms, and there's actually a condom recall. Uh, this was a credit card transaction, so we're trying our best to reach out and get as many people as we can and let them know that those those condoms are defective. So... There's a recall on the Magnum condoms that we've had oh here, at, here at Walsh. And what we're trying to do is call everybody that has purchased them within the last week. And, you know, he purchased some on Friday, so what we want to do is reach out to him and let him know to bring those back.
3: Wait, wait. Wait, I'm sorry. So... You're saying that Marcus purchased these condoms on Friday?
9: Uh, the date I have here on this transaction, ma'am, says Friday of last week. Yes, ma'am.
3: We don't even use them. But for the fact that you just called me talking about that my husband used condoms last Friday when we don't even use them at all, I'm so upset right now. Okay, you know what? Hold on. I'm going to call him right now a few ways. We have we to get was,
9: to the you, I'm so rather, hang, on, hang on a second. Would you rather give me his cell and I, I give him a call and let him know what's going on? Could you just give me his number?
3: Oh, no, 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 no. I'm calling him myself right oh. now.
9: Hold on. Babe, what's up? I'm about to get in the chair. What's, what's up? I'm at the barbershop. What's, I, what's I up? I'm, I'm getting in the chair right, right now.
3: No, I think you need to get up and go outside because what I'm about to say you
9: don't want to talk oh, about this in front of all oh, you second, people bro. over there. Wait, what? What's, wait, okay. Give me a second, bro. One second. Five minutes. What? What's going on? What's up? What's yeah,
3: up, Well, cool, wait, I'm being reflected in front of the folks. First of all, so why do I get a phone call from, like, the manager talking about you bought some condoms and they were defective last Friday? Really?
9: Wait, what? Wait, what? Is like
3: this a type what? of joke on, right
9: babe. now? Baby, what are you talking about? What are you talking about? Oh, what am about? I
3: talking about? You tell me what I'm talking about. You tell me what he's you talking about. You
9: sound crazy. I'm trying no, to get No, no, I'm not back. crazy. I'm not crazy.
3: This is real. What? Cut the bull- uh, down
9: and tell me what the. F- what's uh, going on right now? Uh, excuse me. Hello. Hello. Hello? Who the? F- who who, who is sorry. this on my line? Who you, you calling me on the phone? Who is this? Okay. How you doing? You're Marcus, correct? Who is this? I'm I'm Barry. I work. There. I'm the general manager at. And we were calling Barry, we, we have, wait, 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 Barry. How you get my number? Why my wife calling me talking this crazy about a condom or something, Barry? What's, what's happening? Get to the point, bro. Y'all, no, I'm not,
5: y'all not f- crazy. You're crazy.
9: Barry okay, so, who is what's your name? Barry. Okay, my name is my name is Barry. I'm the general manager here at W okay. And basically what we have a condom recall and we have your credit card that you made a transaction uh this past Friday. Wait, 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 wait. wait. One, Barry, 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 Barry. What? What the f- are you talking about? No, you're
3: going to try to oh, act like you don't know what you're
9: talking about? Really? You know Tyra, exactly what you're talking be quiet? about. Tyra, could you be quiet? I'm trying to be quiet? get Because this is crazy. I'm trying to get a heck. I have got this. Okay, so, sir, what it is is we have a transaction with your credit card that condoms were purchased. And what's happening is those condoms are defective. So we're doing a, a recall on all of them. So we're trying to get those condoms back. We don't want Barry, anybody. Barry. Yes. First of all, you made a mistake. You, you couldn't possibly have my my credit card, sir. You you really? Hey, okay, well, oh, s- card, with my, sir, you? sir. Hold on, for, so Barry. This is my family, Barry. I don't I don't play about my family,
10: Barry. Okay. What
9: are you talking about, Barry? Uh, I'm I'm I've, I've stated it, sir. We this card. Uh, this is how we got the number um, to your home where your wife is, and we were trying to actually just read. We weren't trying to create any problems. We just wanted to let you know that the condoms right. were defective. That's right. He's being I do Marcus. The fact, baby. First of all, baby, you you're doing a lot on the on the phone in front of Barry. I don't even know where oh, wow. it's coming I'm doing from. Wow, a lot now. Right uh, now, you're doing but a lot. The way you're now. doing a lot. How listen, you baby. Right now? We discussed not it. Not we we I'm passed this part in our relationship. I told you that I was done uh, with that part of the life. We? I told you that, Barry. So disrespectful. I apologize. I, listen. Were you did you did you I, were you in Walgreens on Friday of last week, sir? I was not. These these were purchased Friday around six o'clock. Friday evening of last week. Barry, That's Guess what?
3: He wasn't home. I didn't that much. It's very fascinating. Said he was at work doing overtime,
9: sweetheart. sweetheart. Right. Let's stop. Let's stop. I see the you picture now. What picture, Barry? See, you got my listen. You got my wife talking crazy. I mean, what are you, Barry? What are you, Barry, Barry. What's uh, uh, yeah. he talking is about? That's weird, face. Like this is wrong. This
3: is just wrong. You're dead baby, wrong, baby. I didn't
9: do this. Baby,
3: I'm so first of
9: all, we don't even use cups. I'm color. so
3: disgusted with you. We don't even this.
9: use cups, baby. We don't even use cups. Why that. at my Clearly per- Why would with I someone else.
3: And, first
9: of all, uh, Mr. this out? Come on, Mr. Monk. This was a pack of 12. You remember, remember buying a 12 pack of Magnum? I don't I so can't trust you. I, we we I can't, can't trust, trust you. But this is a lie. Why are you on here believing this? Oh, you, know wow. what I'm saying? you know what I mean? I wouldn't well, have spoken to God about this,
3: Oh, my Barry,
9: I, I can't, can't believe you're doing this. Wait, hold can't. on. Hold no, on. Really Barry. I do it, I didn't do sir, this. Sir. I'm here. I didn't I'm do here, this. you got to be out of your <laughs> mind calling me with this. You got you to. be up, You got to be in... out of your mind. You're the person that bought the damn gun. You did. Not me. You're the person that's been wow. cheating on your wife. Wow. Do, I didn't do this. I didn't do this. Tommy the one did it. It wasn't me. Wait, what? what? Barry, I don't know no f***. Tommy. who i saying is, who the Tommy, is Tommy, the one Tommy? Told, Tommy told me to call you because you the one bought the counter. Tommy said you bought. It. Who is Tommy? Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Both of y'all just got pranked. What oh, my ready? God. Uh... <laughs> 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 I, I can't up, believe oh, that. Oh. You okay, got to so, be kidding so Tommy, Nephew Tommy? Okay, Tyron, your sister Trish is who got me to prank y'all. Oh, man. Well, I guess we're going to be leaving her out at the holidays, huh? She ain't coming to the house, man. You ain't, you ain't cursing me out on this phone. You know I love you. You know you you know how I feel about you, man. All right, man. buddy love. Both of y'all, y'all got to tell me this. What is the baddest, and I mean the baddest, radio show in the land, babe? It's 2020. Give it to me. What is it? It's the Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> yeah.
7: Right,
9: see farly morning
7: show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it come so to me call that. Hey listen uh, watch me this Friday on Ready for Love. Ready, and, uh, to, love.
8: Love. Ready, Ready. to love
7: Ready to Love To Fall With Two Same Perpetitions here Fall <laughs> Won't <laughs> Wish <laughs> Ready Wish <laughs> Love You can call it what you want to call it. it's on on, on. Ready Able to, to show. Love he been on there seven years. Give him that. Just go and bring him out. Uh, that's it. Uh got some dates. Tommy got some uh-huh. dates coming up. Uh go to nephew find them. Uh Junior got some dates coming up. Go to junior.com, find them dates. Not junior.com. Uh, yeah I'm, junior.com. I'm, I'm, <laughs>
4: He's just making this stuff home. up. <laughs> you know,
7: if you ain't here to promote yourself, what you want me to do? <laughs> You're raggedy promotion. <laughs> Yeah, well, you think yeah. he'd be on the radio doing that? His damn self. That we just yeah. like he the or. one with it. <laughs>
3: what, Steve? We gotta go.
7: You know, he the one got Can it, and go. he ain't on here talking about it. But we supposed to talk about it. I don't have. It. <laughs> Hell, oh, I'm sick of Can supporting people. All these damn calls. <laughs> Kids hope, Well, we hope he come to work Monday. <laughs>
8: Coming up next, Strawberry Letter, subject, I went back to the streets too soon. We'll get into it right after this. Crazy. (laughs) You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. It is time now for today's Strawberry Letter, and if you need advice on relationships, work, sex, parenting, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter. to.
11: From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast
7: is going on a road trip. I thought...
2: 18-
8: plus and click submit strawberry letter we could be reading your letter live on the air just like we're going to read this one right here right now you never know it could be yours
7: strawberry letter
8: <laughs> oh
4: that's thank the you intro.
7: steve yep.
8: <laughs> <laughs>
4: there you go share with
0: you this.
8: I cannot with him. Uh, Subject, I went back to the streets too soon. Dear Stephen Shirley, I'm a 31-year-old single female and I just broke up with my boyfriend after two years of dating. I gave him all I could in our two years of dating and he didn't show up for me in a way that proved to me that he wanted to get married. He kept on going to the club and hanging out in the strip club. I couldn't get him to spend time with me on the weekends and I was done with fighting for his attention. A week after we broke up, I had a party in a private room at a hookah lounge. He popped up and had a problem with me being out so soon. There was a life-size picture of me in a corner with the words back to the streets on it. Uh, this, this is what he was most offended by. He told me that he had hopes of us getting back together, but this showed him that I was really done with him. I was tipsy and happy that he happened to come to the club that night and saw me celebrating being free from a dead end relationship. A few days after that, his mother called me and said that her son, my ex-boyfriend felt some kind of way about me celebrating our breakup. I was respectful to his mother, but I felt justified in my actions. Now, a few months later, I do feel bad about claiming the streets since nothing is in the streets and men really don't want to commit to women nowadays. I called to apologize for embarrassing him, and he wasn't trying to hear it. I told him that I was willing to be patient with him, and he said he's no longer interested. My mom said he's using my back to the streets party as a way out because He never uh, because he wasn't ever planning to make me a priority and he was going to string me along for a long time is my mom right should i stop asking him to come back what yes you should stop asking him to come back he told you he was no longer interested you felt justified in your actions you wanted to leave this dead-end relationship what has happened yes listen to your mom leave that man alone you were out you were free and clear you were happy now you're feeling guilty and and feeling sorry for him believe me that's all it is His ego wants you back just to say, or at that time anyway, just to say he could get you back. If you go back, he'll only do the same thing to you. But remember, he said he's not interested. He hasn't changed. Uh, You're on your own and your own mom said that he was never planning to make you a priority. Believe her. He showed you in his actions. All he wants is revenge right now. You have to remember why you left him in the first place. Remember what you said in the letter? He spent all of his time at the strip club. He had no time for you, especially on the weekends. He did this for two whole years. So please wake up. Don't fall back into that old pattern you were in with him. You were constantly fighting for his attention. Just go on with your life. Forget him. He is no longer worth your time. Uh, You're still worried about him and what he's doing. You won't have time to meet someone new. Okay, so let him go. Bye. Steve?
7: Wow. Easy letter to do. Shirley's 100% correct. Easy letter to do. Yep. I went back to the streets too soon. My response to that title is, no, you didn't. (laughs) It's real easy. It's just amazing. I love the way men switch it. Flip it. Mm -hmm. I love it. But it's even more amazing how when a woman allows it. Because of your kind heart and always trying to fix men and heal everybody but you you wind up being the most injured all the time if women focused on fixing themselves like they focus on fixing others that would be less damaged women in the world man don't let a man tell you twice he don't want you what is wrong with this Now, you 31-year-old single single female. You broke up with your boyfriend after two years of dating. So for two years, what did he do? You gave him all you could for two years of dating. He didn't show up for me in a way to prove that he wanted to even get married. Kept going to the club. Kept hanging out at the strip club. Couldn't get him to spend time with you on the weekend. And I was done with fighting for his attention. It took you two years to come to this. But you did it, and congratulations. A week after we broke up, one week, you had a party in a private room at a hookah lounge. He popped up and had a problem with me being out so soon. How could you get over me so quickly? Well, I've had two years to get over you. Hmm. You ain't been Coming here on the weekends. Now I'm throwing a private party in a private room at the hookah lounge on weekend night. Now you on a weekend. You're available mm-hmm. now. You know, there was a life-size picture of me in a corner with the words, back to the streets on it. Okay. Cool. Great. Affirmation. Positivity. Funny. Back to the streets. Mm-hmm. That is what he was most offended by. You know why he was most offended by? Because he from the street. He in the street. He know what's in the street because he out there in him. He told me he had mm-hmm. hopes of us getting back together, but this showed me that I was really done with him. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And we wasn't really together, though. Right. We going to get back together so you can ignore me for two more years.
8: Mm -hmm. All right, hang on, Steve. We'll have part two of your response coming up at 23 minutes after the hour. Today, Strawberry letter subject, I went back to the streets too soon. We'll get back into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, come on, Steve. Let's recap today's Strawberry Letter. The subject is, I went back to the streets too soon.
7: Well, you didn't. 31-year-old, you dated a boy for two years you gave him everything you could for two years he stayed in the streets kept going to clubs kept going to strip clubs never wanted to spend time with you on the weekends you couldn't get him to spend time with you and you was done with fighting for his attention then a week after y'all broke up you threw a party at a private room at a hookah lounge Mm -hmm. had a big picture of yourself up in the corner says back to the street he popped up which he ain't been popping up on weekends but his ass come he popped up at the party all right. And then he said he couldn't believe he had hopes that you all was going to get back together. But this showed him that I was really done with him. He didn't say, I was wanting to be committed to you, mm-hmm. that I wanted to treat you right finally. Mm-hmm. All he said was, I want to get back together with you. And all that means is I'm going to continue to treat you the way I've been treating you. And I just want now you to be able to accept it more. Mm-hmm. I was tipsy. And happy that he happened to come to the club that night and saw me celebrating free from a dead-end relationship. Mm -hmm. And the reason you was happy and admitting it is because you was tipsy. You probably need to get tipsy a little more often then. (laughs) Because if that makes you see what it is, better then go ahead. Okay. (laughs) A few days after that, his mama called me and said that her son, my ex-boyfriend, Felt some kind of way about me celebrating our breakup. Mm-hmm. I was respectful to his mother, but I felt justified in my action. Right. And you were. But his mama called and said her son felt some kind of, so? All
4: right. Mm-hmm.
7: So mm-hmm. now everybody around him got to coddle him. You got to coddle him. His damn mammy got to call you. Talking about he feeling <laughs> some kind of way. I give a <laughs> damn about your mammy calling <laughs> me.
6: You stop saying
7: that. Water. Your ragged ass son. <laughs> why don't you ask him why we broke up? Calling uh-huh. me, tell me how he feeling uh-huh. some kind of way about celebrating our breakup. Hell, we couldn't celebrate the relationship. Might mm. as well celebrate the breakup. Great
6: point.
7: Now Great a few point. months later, I do feel bad about claiming the street, since nothing is in the street, and men really don't want to commit to women nowadays. You had one who was in the streets, who didn't want to commit to you nowadays or none of the entire two years. Mm-hmm. Yep. I called to apologize for embarrassing him, and he wasn't trying to hear it. Oh, Man, this dude is a manipulator me. at the highest level right here. Yeah. He is a manipulator. Mm-hmm. So now he going he gonna to make you Ego. crawl. How you swear? You ain't got to apologize for a damn thing. Embarrassing yeah. him. First of all, you didn't invite him to the party.
8: Right. right. He
7: popped up. And Mm -hmm. saw you back in the street sign. Mm -hmm. So. Yeah. My mother said he's using my back to the street party as a way out because he wasn't ever planning to make me a priority. And he was going to string me along for another for uh, a long time. Is my mom right? Your mother is 1000%. Yes. (laughs) Oh, but I got news from you. Should I stop asking him to come back? No, you need to stop being stupid. Uh Ask him to come back to do what? You didn't like the two years you had with him. Mm-hmm. You want a relationship with a man to stay in the clubs and go to strip clubs and don't spend time with you on the weekend. You want that for what? Do I stop being st- stop being stupid? Mm-hmm. He wants you back to continue to going along with what you've been going along with, and this time he going to do even more. Mm-mm. You be a fool to go back to this manipulator. Yeah. Now, here's my best point for you. His mama called Mm -hmm. and told you her son was hurt and felt some kind of way about you celebrating y'all's breakup. Your mama called and said he's using your back to the street party as a way out and he wasn't ever planning to make you a priority and he was going to string you along for a long time. Now, you had two different calls from two different mamas. Mm -hmm. One of the mothers only has her son's interest at heart. Yep. and mm-hmm. one of the mothers has yo his her daughter's interest at heart. Which one sounds better to you? Right. Ooh. right. Listen. See to which you one sounds better to you. Listen to your mother. Two mothers called you. hmm Which one of these mothers called you on your behalf? Yeah. You know what, right. if her, if this boy's mama was real right, you know what she just said? You know what, I know Deontay ain't been doing you right. <laughs>
8: Not Deontay. And I know <laughs> Deontay
7: has made some mistakes, uh, but I think he might have come to his senses.
9: Mm-hmm.
7: And, you know, he, you a beautiful girl, and I love being around you. J- just talk with him and see maybe if he didn't grow up behind this, because... Deontay just sitting around moping. He ain't been the same. That's what mm-hmm. the phone call that could have made sense to you. Right. Mm-hmm. But this other phone call she made, quit taking this helper's call. Mm-hmm. But he himself told call her call he no Deontay longer and say, mm-hmm. Tell your no. mammy, to <laughs> don't call me <laughs> no damn more. Okay. <laughs> Love it. Or better yet, Give all right, your Steve. mama, okay. Deontay Mama, number.
8: Mm-hmm. Leave 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 us your comments on today's uh, Strawberry Letter on Instagram at steveharveyfm.com and check out the Strawberry Letter podcast on demand. Coming up next, pregnant Abby De La Rosa defends her polyamorous relationship with Nick Cannon. Oh, really? We'll find out what that's all about right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Okay, so Abby De La Rosa... Uh, in case you don't know her, she's one of Nick Cannon's many baby mamas. Well, she describes her relationship with Nick Cannon as polyamorous. Uh, De La Rosa shares twins Zion and Zillion with Nick Cannon. What does that and, mean? You know, you have more than one love. What? You're in more than one love relationship. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Sharing is caring. Yeah, poly (laughs) meaning more than one. They share twins together, uh, and she's pregnant with their third child now. On a recent episode of Lovers and Friends podcast, uh, De La Rosa said that being polyamorous doesn't mean that you have low self-esteem or self-worth. And despite Nick Cannon being her... Quote, primary partner, she sees monogamy for herself down the line. She added, I love where I'm at at this very moment. It's just not my forever. Last week, Nick Cannon brought 41 uh, year old De La Rosa and their twins home. Uh, he brought them a home in LA. So. Well. She's saying, she, you know, a lot of people think when you're in these kind of, you know, these poly relationships like this, that you're in it because you have low self-esteem or you don't value yourself, no self-worth, all of that. But she's right. saying that's not it.
4: And she's cool she's, with the situation. She's yeah, cool she's saying at this very
8: moment, like mm-hmm. she, she, she said if she's cool with it for now. It's just not her forever. But Where if it's so 41? cool, why isn't it your forever? Well, you're 41. Yeah, she's 41. She just got a new home from Nick Cannon. You ain't, you
7: ain't never been nobody else's forever. I don't know what you're waiting on. Mm-hmm. What are you saying? The clock is ticking. Mm-hmm.
4: So what are you saying? Because she's saying this is not her forever. But well, you're, let me explain you're 41, something. and you keep having...
7: Well, your actions uh, defy your words. Yeah. See, mm-hmm. if they this too. is Passing not your baby. forever, yeah. do you understand that you have to do things that bring about your forever, and if what mm-hmm. you're doing right now is forever the same, producing the forever same results, then mm-hmm. what you think your forever fitting to look like? Yeah. Because yeah. if you're doing nothing to be monogamous, mm-hmm. but now all of a sudden you want, so what day is it that you get to pick where your life changes to be just the way you want it to do? Yeah. When you've she done said. no prior practice of the mm-hmm. lifestyle you want. You just yeah. don't pick up and say, you know what I'm no longer I think I'm I'll be, be monogamous. monogamous today well now nah, you got to find somebody to want to put up with that because everybody else right now right now is proof that you want to be polyamorous or whatever they mm, mm, polyamorous um... so you know you poly for, for 41 years now you want <laughs> <laughs> poly- to be Monty? what polyamorous I like to, it You gonna poly? I like or you it. gonna be Monty? <laughs> alright we'll talk yeah. about living
8: with a neat freak and what couples argue about the most when we come back at the top of the hour right after this.
6: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
11: From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast
7: is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board.
11: This is Uncanny USA.
6: He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed... (laughs)
11: Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Step
9: into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to
2: make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now,
7: you want to get mixed up in the family business.
2: Introducing The Godfather at choppercasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday,
7: I will call upon you to do a service for me.
2: Play the Godfather. Now at ChumpaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.
8: So being married or sharing a home with someone can be really hard. We know that, especially if you or your partner is a neat freak. So it comes as no surprise that the biggest arguments among couples who live together center around housework. For instance, not putting the dishes away, leaving the lights on, leaving the toilet seat up. These are the three biggest complaints. Even worse, one in four people say their partner starts the housework, but then walks away without ever finishing it. What is going on here? So so um, I'm going to ask you first, Carla, because we, I think we know the Steve's answer, but do you? Who's the neat freak in your house? You or Tosh?
4: Both of us, really. Neat freak. We freaks. both pick up. Mm-hmm, uh-huh. we,
8: so, yeah, uh So thank you. So Steve, who do you clean up after yourself?
7: I wish the hell I would.
4: I knew it. I knew it. What's all these people in here for? <laughs>
7: <laughs> so let me ask y'all something
4: People I got like to
7: you. buy all the damn groceries to eat. Uh huh. Uh huh. <laughs> I pay you. Uh huh. And then I got to clean up what I ate. Right. <laughs> but I don't went to work to buy all the damn groceries. So to wait. To create a the dirty dish, then uh-huh. I pay you to do the dishes. Then I'm gonna clean up dishes. So I you know... wish the hell I would.
4: <laughs> so wait. Wash so the damn dish you... yourself at right. All. So let's. That's what i That's what, try. Okay, I that's what
8: try I'm saying. Not to. When but you sure, eat. Wait wait, 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 wait. But but when you eat, go ahead, go ahead. You, I just want to ask first. This.
4: I'm gonna do mine. You do the
8: kids. Yeah. When you bad. eat, they. You you know when you eat your dinner and all that, you don't take your plate and put it in the sink or you. When just I eat get my up. dinner,
7: I get up uh-huh. from the table and yeah. go do something else. <laughs>
8: There's a sink right there. Just put your plate and in it the is.
7: sink. It is right <laughs> there. And there's a person somewhere around here, too. Next question. Okay.
4: You pick up behind yourself in the bathroom and all that. Put your stuff in the dirty in. clothes. Ah. Right.
7: take my clothes off. Yes, sir. Uh-huh. Lay them in the floor. <laughs> I get in the shower. Uh, I shower. Yeah. I take my used washcloth. Uh-huh. Lay it in the float. Uh-huh. I get out I get my <laughs> towel I dry off I lay my towel in the float. <laughs> I walk my you? naked ass Cross uh-huh. my bedroom Over to my closet uh-huh. And put something warm on Yeah When I go to bed at night I take uh, yes. it off Lay it by the bed uh-huh. I climb in the bed Cause I sleep naked Okay. Really I see? wake up in the morning, go into uh-huh. my bathroom and brush my teeth.
8: Yeah,
6: I can
7: still see that stuff in the floor from last night. Uh-huh. I still see them clothes by the bed this morning. Yeah. I walk right into my closet. <laughs> yes, I put some new stuff on <laughs> and I come to the studio.
8: <laughs> okay. So you when brush I get teeth. off, I bet uh-huh. not
7: to see none of that stuff.
8: Oh, okay. Uh-huh. So you brush your teeth, you put the toothpaste up and all of that, that's right? You put your yeah, you put it back on the I put the cap container. back
7: on the toothpaste cuz I don't like that little crust to build up yeah, on my Yeah, okay, oh, well, that, okay, that yeah.
8: Okay, well okay, that's something.
7: Yeah. Okay. But that's it. Put okay. putting the toothbrush back and all that. that ain't Yeah. No <laughs> man. Can you just lay your toothbrush out on the counter. No, my toothbrush stands up cuz it's electric.
8: Let me ask you a question. So, so do you have velvet toilet paper like we did a story earlier? No, about I the,
7: have Toto, uh, toto toilets.
8: Uh huh. And what are they? Do? Toto
7: toilets of the warm seat. Okay, I've heard of those. The yeah. washers. Uh huh. And the dryers. Oh, they! Oh, oh, wow. oh! <laughs> so, wow. so what, Carla?
4: Oh, I just had a question, but we ran out
8: of time. Yeah, we ran out of time. I thought you said my favorite thing. <laughs> your booty. <laughs> All right, we'll be back with more of the Steve they Harvey Morning They blow dry your, your booty.
7: booty. <laughs> you <patience laughs> wonder. I thought
6: you
8: said.
7: Y'all can All look right. it up. It exists, I'm telling you.
8: Yeah. Coming up in 20 minutes after the hour, we'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. So, you know, we've all been on a flight with a baby that cries the entire time. We've all been there. So what if you could pay extra to take an adults only flight? Would you pay the upcharge? A travel vlogger brought up the idea in a recent TikTok after a child cried for an entire three hour flight. Some of the parents on TikTok said they prefer not to travel with their own children. So, Steve, would you prefer to fly without children, mainly small babies that cry on a flight? I mean, I I know you don't have that issue, but yeah. Mm -hmm. But
7: all the years I've flown, I've had a couple of incidents with kids. But Mm -hmm. like if your baby back there crying, I know how to shut his ass out. I don't even hear it. I put my headphones on. I look out the window and block his ass out. Uh Uh-huh. You, got you have to, look, to. You got to understand. I'm on my third marriage. I know how not to listen. And, and if you yeah. have children, yeah, I've had a grown ass woman in my face talking to me, and I ain't hear a damn thing she said. <laughs> just ignore. I'm talking about talking to me just as crazy. I'm, I'm, I just I don't give a damn. I be looking dead at her ass. Oh, she thinks you're listening. Just, oh, yeah. Then bending blocked her out. <laughs>
4: But you know what, too, though? As a parent, when you're on those uh-huh. flights, it doesn't bother me because it ain't my kid crying, so I ain't got to deal Right, it's with not your it. kid. But you know yeah. what?
7: I feel sorry for the child because a lot of times it's they're that sick. cabin it's pressure. The, it's the ear popping and, it's and, it's popping in and all that. Head right, Steve. And they're crying for is. three hours because they are in a world of misery. That's yes. right. That's. Right. And you you feel it's sorry nothing for you mm-hmm. can do.
8: All right, coming up at 33 minutes after the hour, we'll play a round of Would You Rather right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, it is time now to play a round of Would You Rather. Would you rather, Steve Harvey, go yachting for a year all by yourself, or would you rather all of your kids move back in your house? B. <laughs> Are you ready for kids? all your kids to move back move in? Back?
7: Go really? yachting all by yourself. You talking about uh-huh. on the boat alone?
8: Yeah. Driving it and everything.
7: Uh-huh. Man, hell no. Don't bring them <laughs> kids on back and get the hell out of this office.
8: <laughs> All right. Would you rather have smelly feet, stinky feet, or a continuous runny nose?
7: Oh, I can put some shoes on. Yeah. <laughs> I'm putting some shoes on. I done had that before any what, what, stinky, stinky feet? feet? Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. I done pulled my shoes off before, and I, I've had to leave the room.
4: Your your own selfie.
7: And the feet was they they came with me.
3: Uh,
8: <laughs> would you rather jet ski in the ocean or parasail, B, uh, parasail over the ocean?
7: No, a. So you a rather jet
8: ski B. in the ocean?
7: Yeah. Cause if that cord no. break. Uh-huh. On the parasail, and I've seen it.
8: Oh you wow! Okay. Oh, I've seen the cord
7: come loose. Oh, I don't um, know if it uh, come off and they ass was just up in there, and mm-hmm. they slowly came on down. Fell mm-hmm. in that damn water. That pair of shoes on top. No, hell no. But they could swim. They had oh, them life vests on. Oh no, hell no. I'm no. I ain't never doing that. Can you okay. swim, Steve? So just that I have what you call get back. Get scared. back. I can swim good enough to get back up on whatever I fell off of. Because I damn sure ain't (laughs) died. I damn sure ain't died. I I can swim just enough to get Uh back on whatever the hell. Now, if I'm out in the middle of the ocean, I'm in Uh trouble, man. Survival skills. I'm in trouble. Yeah.
8: All right. Um, (laughs) Would you rather go back to age 45 for a week? Or would you rather go back to age 25 for a week?
7: 45, Mm. boy. (laughs) <laughs> what was happening in 45? Sin and debauchery. Uh-huh. That was
8: 20 oh, years ago.
7: You're uh-huh. 65. Yes, uh-huh. Lord. That was... <laughs> That's around the time man, I first Man, let me you. tell you something. Uh-huh. From 43 to 48, mm-hmm. Woo, That five-year run right there, epic. <laughs> <laughs> not epic. So you'd rather go back to
8: 45. Why not 25?
7: Uh-uh, hell no. Ain't hell no. <laughs> No money, Uh, nothing. Hell no. Brandy Carly was born. I had nothing. Oh, no, Lord. Uh -uh, Uh-uh, Jesus. No, we not doing that. All right.
8: That's today's round of Would You Rather. Coming up, it is our last break of the day, and at 49 minutes after the hour, we'll get some closing remarks from the one and only Steve Harvey right after this. You're
6: listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
3: All
8: right, guys, here we are, our last break of the day. This is our last break of the week on this Friday. It's been a great week, yeah. Mm -hmm. It has. We're holding it
7: down. Hey, guys, I got some closing remarks today.
8: All right, let's
7: have it. And it's kind of like a little bit of reflection. But in the reflection, there's been a lot of teaching moments I've had. We were kind of talking about it on the radio on a commercial break. And I was telling the ladies that in 2005, when I was 48 years old, it was one of the most pivotal pivotal years of my life. Because I had lost and gained everything in the same year. I had lost everything in 2005. 2005 started with the announcement that the radio show that Shirley and I ran and the top morning show in the country, 100.3 The Beat, didn't want me to do radio anymore. And so they had told me that they were going to get rid of me. I said, if you do, I'm going to expose you publicly for all you've done, calling yourself Black Radio, being ran by certain people, and I was going to expose you. So I said, no, you're not going to put me off. I'm going to walk off. And so they said, well, when will that be? I said, in May. So For six months, five months, from January to May, I knew it was the end of my radio career. But a woman that worked for Radio One told me, I will make sure that you never work in radio again. She told me point blank, I am going to ruin you. And I was just looking at her like, really? That's amazing. But what she didn't know, what I had heard that from a woman before, so it wasn't new to me. So when May 23rd came, I had planned my exit from the radio and we were calling it Black Friday. Everybody in the city of Los Angeles wore black that day. When I walked into work, what I was surprised was that everybody at the, on the floor, all the salespeople and everybody wore black. That people were double parked outside and over 3,000 people had came and gathered around the radio studio that morning And the ticket police came up and said, since it's Black Friday to honor Steve and Shirley Strawberry, we're not going to give away any tickets today. That prop people had came and set up caskets with radios in them, talking about 100.3 to beat is dead. Now, little did I know, but on May 5th, I also got the phone call that Steve Harvey's big time was being canceled on the WB. So what I had planned for the 23rd, I didn't know that on the 5th, I would lose my TV show and my radio show all at the same time. And in November, I was getting a divorce. I had lost everything. Something had happened and somebody had stolen all my money. I had no money, no TV show, no radio show, and no marriage all in 2005. But in that same moment of failure and demise and everything going right, I gained everything that year. I gained three things. I gained my freedom. I gained the syndicated radio show, which is now the number one radio show in the world, in Morning Drive, Adult Contemporary. And I gained a wife named Marjorie. We didn't get married in 2005, but I met her again in 2005. So in the middle of losing everything, because I never wavered in my belief that God is able, in the middle of losing everything, I gained it all. My lesson for you that I'm sharing with you, in the middle of losing everything, in the middle of it all going wrong, just hold on and keep the faith, because you don't know what God has in mind. But if your focus is purely on the loss, sometimes you overlook the gain. Now, when I had planned to exit radio on May 23rd, Black Friday, little did I know I was going to lose my... TV show on May 5th, I already knew that divorce was in process, but it was going to come in November, and that in that divorce at the end of 2005, I had $1,700. I had made millions, but I didn't know what God was planning. I didn't know what God had in store for me. I just believed that he wouldn't leave me like this. I even said it to him, God, I can't believe all this is happening. Man, I told you I was leaving radio on the 23rd, but how you let them take my show? Now nah, I'm getting this divorce and I'm losing everything? Man, God, what's up? He said, sit still, I'm gonna show you what's up. So the deal got cut for the syndicated show with iHeart and New York WBLS. And I have four stations, four cities. They told me if you have 25 cities in three years, you'll be considered a success. We had 60-some cities in three years. We got over 100 markets now. I've got the chick of my dreams. Do you know after 2005 what happened to me? You know TV shows I've been on since then, after they took that one show off the WB? Matter of fact, the WB don't even exist no more. And 100.3 to Beat ain't ever been the same since then. And that lady that they hired, it's gone. And the lady that told me she would ruin me, she gone. You don't even know her name no more. All in the middle of failure. And I ain't telling you to brag. I'm bragging on him. I'm bragging on God. I'm bragging on faith. I'm bragging on when it looked like it's dark. You have no idea. God cut color switch and be so much light in your life. You're to be blinded. Stay in there when it's going wrong. Hang in there when it's going wrong. Because that God you serve, He can make it right. Those are my closing remarks. Y'all be good today. Talk to God today. Love to hear from you. Have a great weekend. Peace.